Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So apparently Nuno got it all wrong yesterday. It's all his fault. What was he thinking putting Nia Karte at left back? But is that the real story? Welcome to the five things we learned. Good morning, good evening, or good night. I hope you guys are doing well. And welcome to the five things we learned about Aston Villa 4, Nottingham Forest 2. Because boy, is being a Forest fan just a roller coaster ride. You go up. You go down, you creep back up, you get to the top, you go back down, and the ride just continues. Why can't we just be on one of those must-be-under-110-centimeter high rides where you can just go nice and flat and calm, stress-free? I like those rides. Anyway, I hope you guys are doing well. Please don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe to Forest Fan TV if you are new. I'm going to try and lift your spirits. I'll try. I can't promise anything, but I will try. What will lift my spirits is if you haven't already downloaded SofaScore, the best free football app on the planet. Make sure you go download that. The link's pinned in the comments. But look, what can we say? Let's, let's kick it off with this whole Nuno debate. Nuno got it wrong, apparently. Yeah, there were things he got wrong. There are things in every game Nuno gets wrong. Because Nuno is not Mystic Meg. He won't be able to tell you the lottery numbers next weekend. But he can react to what he's done. And that's more important. And I think that's the point that's being missed. Look, when I saw the team sheet, I wasn't that against Nia Karte being at left back. Because the theory behind it, and Nuno himself said it, was that Nia Karte is a better defender than Tavares. So he could have held Bailey. Didn't work out. Didn't work out at all. Now, I get the argument for Tuffalo as a natural left back, put him in there. But clearly, Tuffalo is not Nuno's number one choice. He's clearly far from it. And most of you have been saying in Nuno, we trust this, that, and the other. So you're going to have to trust him even when he makes mistakes. 
Now, <clears throat> for me, that wasn't the big mistake. The big mistake was, I'm sorry, and it's going to really piss off the Cooper cult, but bringing the eights on in the 72nd minute. When you're 4-2 down, you, you need to bring on an attacking player if your ambition is still to win the game. And why Reina didn't come on, we'll get on to in a minute. But that, for me, was the biggest mistake, if, well, one of the biggest mistakes of that game yesterday. But here's the thing where I'll defend Nuno. Firstly, he reacted to his mistakes. We all make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. It's how you react to them and how you improve them. And he did at half time. And I think the clearest thing for me was that he gave them the absolute riot act at half time. Because look at the performance for the first 10 minutes of the second half. There was a clear reaction. We got a goal, got ourselves back into the game. And then frustratingly good Alanga, man. That for me was the turning point of the game. He puts that in three all. We got the wind in our sails. Who knows what could have happened? But it is what it is. Look, I'll give credit to Villa, right? I mean, even though they definitely have an inferiority complex, they definitely have small dick syndrome because they're getting so excited about beating Forest. Because what it is with Villa is they are scared to think that they can compete in the top four. They're scared of their position and they're scared that the bubble will burst. So they get overly excited by each game like they've just won the World Cup final. And that's fine. I can understand it. But they need to look in and realize they have a serious complex issue about where they are. Because they're trying to puff out their chests. They're trying to make it out like they are this big club. But they only have one star. Let's not forget that. But fair play to them. As I said to, to Luke on his preview, I want Villa in the top four. I want them to upset the big six, quote big six, uh, biases. So I'm backing them. But the Villa fans just need to like be happy with the size and the inches they have and not try and overhype themselves up. Because at 3-2, they were looking rocky to say the very least. But anyway, back onto Forrest. The thing is, he will get things wrong, he will be stubborn in certain things, but he is still pushing Forrest forward. And that brings us on to our second point. The sun will rise from the east, it will set in the west, and under Nuno, Forrest will score two goals a game. You know, if you're a betting person and you're betting on a Forrest match, put two in the Forrest column and then pick how many you think will concede or our opponents will score. You're not going to be far off being right. And in a way, it's a good thing, but in a way, it shows naivety as well. Because when you look at a relegation battle, the teams that tend to go down are the ones who can't score the goals. And what happens is they try their low block football or they try to get really defensive and eventually the other team breaks them down. They'll lose one, two, three, whatever it will be to nil. Maybe the odd goal from a dead ball situation or something like that. The teams that tend to survive these are the teams that can score goals and then have that match where they get it right defensively at the back, where they stop the mistakes, pick up three points, etc. So we are in a good situation. So it is quite positive for me because mistakes can be cut out. Defensive frailties can be cut out. The mentality, though, has to be fixed with the players. And for me, to stop the two goals, you have to put a six in. I'm oh, sorry, if you stop conceding the goals even, you have to put a six in. 
And whatever people want to think about Sangare, like him, hate him, love him, you know, be neutral towards him. He's a number six. He's what we've got. Live with it. He's going to come into the team. I'm just so annoyed about this injury that him, Aina, and Bolly got. So, two goals a game is fine. If we cut those mistakes out, Forrest can push on. But let's move on and talk about the next point here. Point number three. Is Reyna turning into the new Santos? Now, this isn't my quote. I saw a lot of you in the watch along and in the player ratings saying this. And yeah, I think there is an argument for it because, as I mentioned earlier, Yates being subbed ahead of Reyna when you're two goals behind and you're looking for a goal, <laughs> it should be Reyna coming on. Again, something I think Nuno got wrong was it should have been uh, Danilo off, bring on Reyna, put him in the 10 and drop Morgan Gibbs-White into like that advanced eight, make us a bit more attacking and aggressive. But was Reyna good enough when he came on? I haven't seen much of him since he started. As we keep telling you, the stories we're getting from inside the club is that training-wise, he's lighting it up. You know, Ant said himself the other day that, well, training means nothing if you're not going to produce it on the pitch. I get that argument, but you have to train well to get onto the pitch. That's exactly what Murillo did. Murillo shone out in training, forced, him way, forced his way into the first team, and kind of the rest is history. Is he the new Santos? I'm not ready to say yes, but there are signs of it. Now, that would then bring the question of, was it Nuno who wanted him or was this more internal club recruitment going through to get him over the line? I still think Nuno wanted him. I really do. And I still think Reyna's coming to Forest expecting to play games. He's not going to go from benchwarming at Dortmund to having four or five offers and pick Forest to be the one he benchwarms at instead. So be patient. Reyna will make his mark. Maybe he needs to come in for Alanga. I think for sure what we're going to see happen against Manchester United is Morgan Gibbs-White potentially rested and Reyna comes in at the 10 from the start and then maybe Morgan comes on with 20 minutes to go. But he's going to get his chance. we just got to be patient to see that. But what do you guys think? Is he the new Santos or not? Let me know in the comments down below. Okay, let's move on to a semi-fun one, semi-serious, but I can't resist. I gotta have a little, a little word on this one. And that is that the Cooper cult is still definitely alive and kicking, lurking in the shadows, waiting, waiting for Nuno to mess up. Now, if there is a Cooper cult, so be it. If they still want Cooper in, so be it. It's their opinion, they can think what they want. But don't think it's not going to be met with an argument back. Because we showed you the stats on Cooper versus Nuno last week. It's night and day. There's no difference. I even saw a lot of comments in the, I think it was the player ratings yesterday, saying, what has changed between Cooper and Nuno? Well, my answer is simple. Go watch the video from last week if you haven't seen it already. That's what's changed. There's people say, well, Nuno's only got X amount of points. Cooper got so many points when he was in charge at the start of the season. Yeah, but Cooper got to play Luton, Burnley, and Sheffield at home. And he couldn't win all three of those, could he? He could only win one of those. There's a difference in the quality of opposition we've faced under Nuno. We really have had a pretty tough run, it has to be said. And that's going to cause us a problem down the line because we're going to have to go away to Sheffield and Burnley. I think they're the two of the last three games. We've got to go away to Luton shortly. 
I think the only team we're fighting at home is going to be Crystal Palace who are in and around us. And then we've got Everton away on the 20th, which is probably the day that the um, the league tells us and reveals how many points Everton and Forest are going to be docked for their charges. Hmm, that's going to be an interesting match, to say the least. But look, here's my point. If the Cooper cult is alive, be alive. But have some balls, man. Speak up when things are going well under Nuno. Don't just hide in the shadows. It's, it's very weird. Now, everyone's entitled to their opinion. We say so on this channel all the time. When I speak, I speak for me. I don't speak for you guys. What we do is we give you the platform to be comfortable enough to say what you want to say. When it was with Cooper, with the uh, Cooper cult in full flow, people still had the opportunity to come on here and debate it, have their say in the comments, feel comfortable enough to say they wanted Cooper out or in or whatever their state would be. And this will always be what this channel is about. Have your opinions. I'll give you mine. Obviously, I've got the camera in front of me. We have the live podcasts. We have the phone-ins. Every opportunity for everyone to come on and say what they want. But let's be honest, there's a lot of pussies in the fan base who hide behind their keyboards when they're invited on to have a chat. They run. <clears throat> that was actually a legit cough, by the way. They run and they hide. I just say to them, step up and have a chat. Let us know what it is you don't like about Nuno. Let us know why you think Cooper would have done a better job currently. And let us know what it is you actually want. Do you want Nuno sacked and Cooper reinstated? Do you really think that's going to happen? Come on, man. Grow some sense. Grow some sense. But that cult was evident to see yesterday on social media, across comments, across all the platforms. But what benefit is there to it? You are actually better off instead of being, what's the difference between Cooper and Nuno? Honestly, you'd be better off to be Nuno out and just say it because you're not getting Cooper back. So live with it. But how do you guys feel? Do you think it's time that the people who are still backing Cooper just moved on and remembered that Nottingham Forest is not Steve Cooper. Nottingham Forest is bigger than Cooper and Nottingham Forest will stand there long after Cooper's legacy. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments down below. All right, let's move on to a somewhat positive rallying cry. I don't know what you want to call it, but let's do it. It's not all bad at Forest. Look, take yourselves back one week. We beat West Ham. We're going to win the league. We're going to get into the Champions League and then win that and all this. Fast forward yourself a week forward. We're getting down. The recruitment's crap. The owner doesn't care. This, that and the other. We're so reactionary. And I love it. I love it because that is part of what being a football fan is. Now there will be level-headed ones amongst us. That's fine as well. Every person has the right to react to a result, however the hell he or she wants to do it. But here's my reaction to the result. And I don't know why there's a quote mark there. Let's just get rid of that. I, I Look, here's my reaction to it. We are in a fight. And this is Forrest. We're used to these fights, man. Just think back to all the heartache and the disappointments over the last 22 years of my life, man. Some of you go back even further. And you saw the good times. But this is Forest, and we're going to do it the hard way. We are not down now. We are not safe now. We are, you know, we are juggling so many plates right now in the air. If a couple fall down and smash, we are in trouble. But at the moment, just remember, we're still four points clear of Luton. Three points clear of Everton. And we got to keep ahead of Everton. 
Because whatever happens to us is likely to happen to Everton. Everton may get their points reinstated. Let's say for argument's sake, they get five points reinstated. That will put them a point or two ahead of Forest. We've then got to bridge that gap and stay ahead of them. Because on the second charge, we may both get six points deducted or no points. Who knows? Who knows? But the unknown is the hard bit right now. These PSR charges are a real pain in the ass. And honestly, the Premier League needs to tell the clubs as soon as possible so that you can properly, properly play out this season. As, as uh, Kieran was saying to us the other day on our interview with him, let's think down the road. Forest go to Chelsea. Forest have Chelsea second last game of the season. If Forest haven't been given their deductions or the outcome of the PSR charges, it could be a scenario where a point would be enough. You know, depending on how many points we lose, but Forest could play it out like it's a point. But it could be the scenario that Forest don't know their points and have to try and play like a win, expecting the worst case scenario. I don't know a ten point deduction or whatever, and we end up losing the game. This is not fair. Irrespective of how you feel, Forrest broke the rules or should or shouldn't have done it, whatever. You can't make, you can't give the, the punishment to the crime after the points tally has been finalized. It's just not fair. And you will feel. Imagine we get to the end of the season. Forrest are seven points clear at relegation zone. And let's be honest, we'll all expect what to happen. Seven points to be deducted because the corruption and what have you. That's not fair. This needs to be done at the latest by the start of April. So we know where we stand. But back to the point. The point here is a lot of people will say to me, if you saw that performance under Cooper, you'd be spitting feathers right now. 100%. Of course I would. But under Nuno, and the reason I'm not spitting feathers is because I can still see a direction. I can still see an, um, an identity and I can still see a philosophy. And I see a manager who can dig into the players and make changes when he knows he's made mistakes. And that's all you can ask. He's only human, Harry, man. He is going to make mistakes, but the, the foundation and the skeleton is all there. And I still think we'll be okay, but buckle up, strap in. And in the comments, let me know what your favorite roller coaster ride is, because we're riding it right until the end of the season on this one. If you enjoyed the content, please don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe if you're new. Grumpy Old Reds will be tonight at 7.30. There may be fireworks, there may not. Have Anne and Ez made up? Who knows? We'll find out. Thank you for watching. Come on, you Reds. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.